0: Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you been seriously injured? Mama Justice is here for you. Our medical team partners with top-notch doctors, surgeons, therapists, and urologists ensuring a comprehensive recovery journey. If you've been injured, call Mama Justice today. We're here for you. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Always glad that you are with me. So, you can basically copy and paste what I said Saturday night into today after Sunday's series sweep over Delaware dominating one run rolled them twice. Very little honestly that you can take away from this series other than something I'll get to in a second, but it's really hard to I mean you know what Hunter Elliott's already capable of, but the two pitchers behind him in the rotation looked really good, a little erratic at times, but the stuff looked good, but also it's Delaware. So there's very there's very little that we can actually take away from this series from a this guy's good, this guy's bad, this, you know, it's really hard to do that. However, that being said, I do think, though, it's it's important to look at how they played. You know, absent their bad opponent, what they looked like. They didn't make a single error on the weekend. I, I may have missed it somewhere along the way. I don't even really remember, like, a mental mistake at any point. Uh, In this game, yeah, again, a couple too many free bases on Saturday and Sunday, but still, like, they were really sharp. They looked focused. They were good offensively, had good approaches. Coming off of a national championship, and I know the crowds were really good, so that helps, but coming off of a national championship, losing veteran leaders like Elko and Kevin Graham and and Delucia's gone, obviously, and it was cold Friday, and it's not an opponent that you get excited about and yet they went out, and they were dominant, and they executed. And I think that speaks to leadership and character of the team, both in terms of coaching and also player, player leadership, leadership at the top of the program with Bianco and his staff, and then also leadership on the team. To come out and look like that, after you saw last year, last year's national champion, the reigning national champion, looked not good in their opening weekend. Same team also didn't look particularly good this weekend either. but um to to come out and look that way speaks to character and culture and, and leadership of your program that's really all you can take away from it but they got the win on sunday the the sweep and um a nice opening series nice crowds the weather it was a little cold but crowds looked really good this weekend upcoming is going to be fascinating maryland's a good team uh they're going to come in ranked somewhere in the top 15 um They're going to put pressure on Ole Miss's new pitchers for sure, and and we're going to get a good gauge of what this team is. I don't think there's a single non-conference series that truly matters one way or the other, but this will be a good measuring stick weekend for Ole Miss for sure, a good measuring stick for this team Uh, about – Simply, you know, where they stack up, where the new pitchers are, what the portal guys look like and stuff like that. It'll be a nice measuring stick for Ole Miss this weekend with Maryland. But anyway, they get off to a very nice start, a very comfortable, easy start. And the rest of the SEC cannot say that. Kentucky lost a game to Elon. Mississippi State lost a game to VMI, who was a 16-win team a year ago. Uh, So it wasn't necessarily pretty all uh, all around the league. But Ole Miss, again, opponent helps that, sure. Uh, but Ole Miss uh, looked sharp in, in their opening weekend, which is all you can really ask for. So, again, my name is Michael Borke. Please follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Michael Borky. Follow Twitter, like Facebook, subscribe on YouTube. Also, if you're listening to this in browser, don't do that anymore. Pull out your favorite podcast app, Search Rebel Report, subscribe or like on Spotify. I think it's liking on Spotify. I say I think I know it is because I use it. That is the best podcast app out there. So I would recommend that one either way. Again, if you're listening in browser, um, don't do that anymore. Pull out your favorite podcast app, search Rebel Report, leave a rating and a review podcast is brought to you by Priority One Bank. You can manage all of your Priority One Bank accounts from anywhere as long as you have internet access. Their online banking and bill pay services lets you do more than just check balances. You can transfer funds, make payments, set alerts, and more. They also have a loan servicing department, which is incredibly helpful thing that they have at Priority One Bank. And they're local, 16 locations across the state of Mississippi. There's one near you. I'm sure there are. So check out Priority One Bank today. They help make your life easier and make your life more local. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. Again, 16 locations across the state. Podcast is also brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. If you're in the market for office technology, you or your business are in the market for office technology, and you're located anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi, absms.com is the website Advantage Business Systems has you covered. If you're looking for anything from copiers and printers and mail machines to cloud storage, data security, phone systems, projects in IT, if it's tech, if it's in the office and you need it, check them out, absms.com. Again, is that website? If you tell them I sent you, you'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need and what your budget is. And if you are located inside of the state of Mississippi, they will find a solution for you. That's Advantage Business Systems, ABSMS. dot com. All right. So you heard from me Saturday night after the first two games. There's obviously has been one more, and we'll Miss won and dominated that. Did the the Sunday live chat here? That is right now talking. Ole Miss, you'll hear some state baseball as well. We'll talk uh, a little bit about their performance. Um, so just hit that fast forward it, it, through that if you don't want to hear it. But I have a feeling as Ole Miss fans listening to this, you'll probably like some of the thoughts about Mississippi State baseball's opening weekend, uh, the new clock rules. Somebody asks me who I would hire to be Kermit Davis's replacement, and I give my answer. Uh, a lot of good stuff here in uh, in the live chat. So that's coming your way right now. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I will see you tomorrow with our uh, Mike Bianco interview. So see you tomorrow. In the meantime, enjoy this live chat talking baseball, and uh, I'll bring you a conversation with Mike Bianco tomorrow. See you then. All right. Who had the under on the over-under weekends before Dave Van Horn complained about the clock rules? Uh, You hit the under because Dave Van Horn Took his first weekend and his first loss to complain about the clock. Welcome in. Glad to see you guys reacting to the baseball weekend. I am, of course, Michael Borkey. I appreciate you guys hanging out on this Sunday night. Got a ton to get to, obviously, here locally. Old Miss dominated Delaware. Southern Miss won their series, uh, swept Liberty. Good series win for Southern Miss. Not surprising at all that they took care of business. It's what Scott Berry's team does. They are extremely well coached in a steady and stable program, and they took care of business at home. Not surprised. Somebody that, albeit technically, took care of business at home, but ugh, Mississippi State and VMI uh, did not go as state fans would have hoped. Now they won a series, but that's when you're playing a 16-team or 16-game winning team from a year ago. I mean, VMI won one conference series last year, and it was against the other military institution in their conference. That was the only conference series that they won this weekend, or our last season, and uh, took one at the dude this weekend at Mississippi State. So a lot to talk about. The clock rules are obviously a thing as well, but you guys are going to drive the conversation. Uh, you're you're going to drive the conversation, and uh, so we'll just talk about whatever you guys talk about. Edward says, not on the baseball topic, but just giving Ole Miss women's basketball a shout-out. They had number one South Carolina on the ropes, and there was some very awful officiating throughout that helped South Carolina. Yeah, it took them to overtime, right? Uh, the first time that uh, anybody has taken them to overtime in five years, I think. Yeah, they played well. I mean, Coach Yo is doing an extremely good job at a program that wasn't on life support. That program was dead, completely and totally and utterly dead and she's done a very very nice job give us what i think the number one overreaction from week one will be um it's it's Nagel and uh van horn complaining about the clock rules i I mean as and then tennessee having meltdowns but um their reaction to the clock rules is my number one overreaction uh this weekend but no one's going to be tennessee sucks and they don't but Watching them lose is fun because of the way they approach the game, their attitude, their general approach. Uh, it's enjoyable to watch them lose. People are going to think that because they lost two games this weekend that they're not good. They are good. They're talented. They've got arms. They've got bats. Just in baseball, sometimes you lose. Um, it's just fun to watch them lose because the way they approach the game. It is, uh, it is uh, not how I would do it. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, and T chimes in, Tennessee 0-2. You absolutely love to see it. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Um, I think they won today, though. But, yeah, they, um, you know, the the reaction that you guys saw, I guess it was Friday night when the batter was trying to call time and it was past the point in the clock where you can call time and he's screaming at the ump and screaming at the ump and screaming at the ump and doesn't get time. And he gets walked and he flips his bat and turns around and yells at the ump. Like, that is perfect Tennessee. That That is, that is just absolutely perfect Tennessee baseball. Know the rules, number one. Um, that's the rule now. If you don't like it, that's too bad. The umpire can't, you even saw the umpire just kind of go like this right here. Like, what do you want me to do? I mean, it's the rule now, kid. Um, but it was not knowing the rules, getting mad at the rules, and then yelling at the umpire just showing up the umpire like that it, it, that was just that was perfect perfect Tennessee and they also broke the attendance record for a women's game that's cool that's uh that's really cool Ole Miss took care of business yeah they did I mean look it's it's hard to take anything away from from Delaware I mean you you should beat Delaware to the point where you can possibly run rule them twice which they did so there, there's very little to take away truly like from a this player's good, this player's bad, this guy filled this role well, that that kind of stuff, you can't really do that this weekend. We'll know next weekend, honestly, Maryland coming to Oxford, that's actually a, a sneaky, really, I say sneaky, be a top 15 series. Um, that'll be a really good one and a really good test uh, for Ole Miss. Same thing with State, playing Arizona State next weekend. Um, a really good test for Ole Miss, uh, though, with Maryland coming into town next weekend. But you can take away from the fact that, or from this series, that, you know, they win a championship. It's cold. The crowds were good, but it was cold, especially Friday night. And they played well and they looked sharp and they executed. The Friday and Saturday pitcher didn't locate particularly well, but generally speaking, they were sharp. They took care of business. I don't remember mental mistakes maybe they happened you know I was trying to watch two games at once all weekend so I may have missed one but it, it didn't appear that they really made any mistakes they they were locked in and they played well that that's all you can really take away but that is a good sign that that they looked like that with the possibility of a championship hangover West says Carter is a fool if he doesn't hire Chris Beard, Diamond Rebs dominant. We'll talk about the basketball coaching search uh, in due time. We will know a lot more about Old Miss next weekend. Yep, Elaine, you, you read my mind, man. Yeah, that's, um, or I guess I, I read yours. I, I don't know how that works, but yeah, we'll know more about Old Miss next weekend uh, with Maryland coming to town. Congrats to the Vols. Yeah, won their first game today. Good for them. Who would I hire for men's basketball coach at Ole Miss and why? Will Wade. Uh, If – see, that's the thing about Will Wade. And, and again, we'll talk about this more in depth uh, later. Um, Only if you can guarantee that he won't get a show cause. If you don't know, you can't hire him. That's the thing where – with Beard, and I've talked about Beard on here before, and and I'm we will do it again later. I, I know we will. Um, but but with Wade, people are like, just hire him. He's available. And it's like, no, he's not. Because unless you know for sure he's not getting a show cause, you can't hire a coach with the possibility of having to fire him a few months later. I know Sean Miller and, and Xavier, and that worked out. Apparently Xavier knew that he wasn't going to get one. If Ole Miss knew for sure, they were guaranteed Will Wade's not getting a show calls. It is it is done. It's over. You you are free to hire him. Then that's who I would hire. That that's who I would. Because Will Wade's crime was paying players. That's his crime. Um I, I can stomach hiring somebody like him, knowing that he's a little bit slimy when his crimes were paying players, which is literally celebrated and state law in Mississippi now. Like, not only is it okay, but it's literally the law of, not the NCAA, the United States of America. That's his crime. And he didn't just win because he bought players. That is a very, very invalid argument because he wasn't buying players at Chattanooga and won there, and he wasn't buying players at VCU, and he won there, and his time at LSU was good. He won the SEC. He went to the Sweet 16. uh, The COVID season happened. Objectively good basketball coach who also has the connections and and will do what it takes to win because again it's legal now if you can guarantee there's no show calls I would hire Will Wade that would be the guy that I would choose if you know he's not going to get one Tennessee isn't swinging the bat quite like Vols fans think they would have this weekend yeah they didn't score they really didn't score someone said how do you lose to a national park. <laughs> It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Grand Canyon's like investing um insane money into uh athletics there. Like insane money. What did Van Horn say? Let me see if I can pull up the quote for you. Um so I can give you a better idea. Schlossnagel tweeted his thoughts out. And and I'll get to his thoughts in a second. Let me see if I can find what uh what Dave Van Horn said. Um he said it's ruining the game. It's not the same game. Uh, I, I I can't play the audio for you. Um, I, I still haven't quite figured that out. I have to play it on my phone, and I don't know old equipment. Uh, one day I'll figure that out. But uh, called it said it was ruining the game, and it's it's all that stuff. Jason says, I'm not worried about state baseball. That'll work out. Brand new team. I did not like how poorly the basketball team played. Coach Williams was blistering the effort on defense on the radio. Um, uh, Jason, with baseball, both things can, you've heard me say this a thousand times, I might like make a t-shirt out of it. There's the optimistic point of view. There's the pessimistic point of view. And then there's the truth, which lies somewhere in between the two. If you're an optimist, it's Look, it's the first series, you had new faces, trying to figure out the rotation. It's baseball, sometimes you lose, sometimes you have a bad day. It's a long season, really good state teams in the past have lost uh, one game in a series to a team like VMI, and they ended up being great and going to the College World Series, and it's all good, it's just baseball. And there's the pessimistic point of view that's this team sucks, they can't field, they can't pitch, they're going to finish last and the SEC again, and I think the truth lies somewhere in the middle because it is the first weekend, and they did comfortably win on Friday and on Sunday, and yes, Mississippi State teams in the past and just baseball teams in the past have lost one game in a series like this and have ended up being fine. Baseball's a weird sport sometimes, but I thought going into this weekend it was really important for State to look good. And and I don't like doing this and and some people will take this the wrong way because people can't think for themselves but compare the way state looked to the way old miss looked. Again, VMI was a 16 team 16 win team last year. They won one conference series and it was the other military academy in their conference. Bad baseball team, right? Not good at all. And Delaware not a very good baseball team that, you know, similar opponents, right? Ole Miss was dominant. Ole Miss was sharp. They didn't make mistakes. They pitched it well, generally speaking. They fielded it well. The bats were good. They didn't make any mistakes in the field. It was a very clean weekend for Ole Miss. For State, they honestly were bad behind the plate. They uh, couldn't command anything. You have no idea who the starting pitchers are going to be moving forward. They didn't pitch it well, really, at any spot. They gave away too many free bases. They had too many errors. They played really sloppy baseball and coming off of finishing last in the sec i thought look this weekend was important to look good look sharp look different and instead you pitching was bad they gave away too many free bases defense was bad and again that can improve it's the first weekend that can improve but they didn't pitch it well last year um it's an issue. They've got issues. They've got issues on defense. They've got issues on the mound. I don't know what they're going to do with catcher right now because uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know if if Hancock. I, I don't, I don't know if you can give up that many bases. And maybe that was a pitching thing too. Maybe that was an adjustment to the new pitch clock that kind of screwed stuff up. Maybe that was the case. But what was it? Eleven stolen bases in a game. You, you cannot have that happen again. I mean, I guess you can give it to a true freshman, had a hit today, kid from Madison, but they looked bad, and that would be very concerning for me is, yes, they won two games, it happens, you lose non-conference games sometimes, but they looked like crap. If we're being completely and totally honest, they did not look good. They they looked sloppy, It would be the word that I'm going to use all day tomorrow on the radio as well. They looked sloppy, and coming off of finishing last that's not an inspiring weekend at all knowing that they should have had something to prove and they played like that almost had seven different guys hit homers this weekend wow i didn't realize it was that much a lot of pop in that lineup mike especially uh, your boy kemp alderman my gosh kemp alderman um it, it, he looks like he's going to be an all sec type guy the blue hens will be back count on it <laughs> You've been big on the Blue Hens, T. I like it. Sorry for checking in late. You're not that late, Michael. I appreciate you nonetheless. I don't recall Ole Miss making an error. Let's see. They did not on Saturday. Let's see. Pulling up the box scores right now. They did not on Friday. And they did not on Sunday. Yeah, Ole Miss did not have an error on the weekend. Um. Friday and Saturday, yeah, Mike, sorry, I could have just read one message down and I wouldn't have had to go through that. But, um, yeah, too many free bases on Saturday and Sunday. And, you know, I I feel like I'm hypercritical when talking like that, considering one's a true freshman who had his first start, his first collegiate start, his first start that wasn't against high school hitters. and And he walked a handful of guys and, you know, it could have been first day jitters. It, it could have been anything really. And you shouldn't expect too much from a true freshman, but I did see, I saw one headline that was like, looked like a seasoned vet. And I thought, no, um, he looked like a true freshman with elite level stuff. The, the command wasn't there. I know he's coming off of uh, some soreness and, and maybe that was a factor. And maybe it was just, again, first start as a true freshman jitters, but he, he didn't look like a seasoned vet and that's okay. It, Sometimes I think people can put unfair expectations on players when they overpraise them, if that makes sense. If you call a true freshman in his first start a season vet when he did do things not well, then you're kind of putting this expectation on him because he's going to hit a wall. There's going to be a weekend. Here, I'll just pick a random weekend. Oh shoot! Okay, so they go to Vanderbilt. There's going to be that Friday because it's a Thursday Sunday or Thursday Saturday series. That Friday he may go to Nashville and just get shelled. And if if the talk about him going into that was seasoned veteran and he gets shelled, people are going to be like, "Well, what the hell happened?" It's a true freshman. The stuff is electric. Like it's it's elite level stuff. But I would encourage people to just kind of pump the brakes a little bit. He's going to make mistakes. He's going to have Bad outings. He, he's going to throw mistake pitches. He's going to get beat up on because it's the SEC and it's a conference that can humble people, even with stuff like uh, like he's got. But it, it I, I see why he got a weekend. Not he's incredibly impressive, but um, you know, th- there's things that he's got to work on before he's perfect. He's not perfect yet, and that's okay. But um. I'm nitpicking here, and I don't mean to, but I just I saw that, and I thought he, he didn't look like that. Don't put that on a true freshman because he's going to screw up. He's not a seasoned vet, and just, you know, anyway. You would be concerned if you were a state fan at this time at least. They didn't give up a ton of hits but had walks. That'll need to get fixed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Missouri Sneaky, good. They looked good, didn't they? Didn't they? There are ways to guarantee to not get a show cause. Let's be for real. Yeah, that's true. Don't get caught on a don't get caught on a federal wiretap discussing your payments to players. That is one way to guarantee you're not getting a show cause. Um, that it, it's really that simple. But he did. Um, he did, and the case is almost over. There are people talking, uh, like Jordy Collada, for example, said that the expectation is for him to not get a show cause. I got a text from somebody who would know that said the same thing that the 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 punishment would be a time served basically, and he would be good to go. If you can confirm that, then full steam ahead. That's what I that's what I would do. If you could confirm that, that's what I would do. Full steam ahead. Would Rick Pitino excite Ole Miss fans for 15 seconds? Sorry, that was a very off color joke. Um, sorry. There's just, if you want to read about where that came from, you, you, you can. Will Wade is like a basketball. Hugh Freeze minus the, yep. Yeah, see, the, the difference is Will Wade never pretended like he was anything that, uh, that he was anything other than himself, you know? He is not very well liked in the coaching community. Let's put it that way because of the brazenness of it all. But, again, legal now. Bruce Pearl had an assistant go to prison. An assistant coach for Bruce Pearl went to prison. So, who cares if Will Wade's not liked? I mean, good. Don't like him. It's not about being friendly, you know? Also, UT knew the new role weeks, if not months, before their game Friday night. There's no reason to yell at the ump there. Well, it's kind of their brand. Old Miss Good showing this week. Absolutely. Ramsey says, thought the Rebels played really well this weekend. Loved the offense. I know it was Delaware, but for a team coming off of a championship, they came out pumped up. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the only thing you can take away, but that's, I think, an important thing. It uh, it speaks to leadership and um, culture. That's what that speaks to. The games this weekend for Ole Miss went with a really good pace. Yeah, same thing in Hattiesburg. I mean... So uh, I watched the three Friday games all right here in this studio, like in this space. I watched them all right here, and I actually tweeted the times out. Let me find them. Um, Okay. So Friday's game in Starkville was just over three hours, and the game had 13 runs and a bunch of free bases and stuff like that. The, the game in Hattiesburg on Friday night was two hours and 35 minutes long. It was two hours and 45 minutes in Oxford, and that was a 13-run game as well. Look, I love the new clock rules, and, and I know there's going to be an adjustment, and I know people like Jim Schlossnagel uh, are going to complain about it, but what, what's so funny about his complaint, and I'll read it to you in a second, but what's so funny about his complaint is, is his team and the way they played is basically why this rule exists. Four-hour-plus baseball games should never happen, and they did that crap routinely. Their style of play was garbage. And here's what he had to say about it here. I'll uh, I'll read it to you. He put this out on Twitter if you want to see it. He's quoting the Tennessee player melting down and said, Total joke. Only college baseball changes the rules every year, every in all caps. Not fair for anyone involved, including umpires, players, and coaches. Any organization with any sort of feel would adjust now with four exclamation points. Little unnecessary. Uh, little unnecessary, uh, Jim, but uh, but that's okay. That is okay. So notice that there was a word missing in his tweet. Did you notice that? He didn't say fans. He didn't talk about how unfair it was to fans or it didn't mention the, the fans at all and I found that interesting. You want to know why? Because the clock rules benefit the fans in a lot of ways. Number one, it's more appealing to the casual fan, which will, as you guys know, and we don't need to get into this like this whole deep dive tonight, but baseball is losing the younger audience. And I don't know if you know this, young people eventually grow up. And if you lose the younger demographic, they will soon grow up. Right now, baseball is very popular with an older demographic and life moves in, in, in a very fast pace where older people eventually will, will get older and get older and then nature will take its course and the, and the good Lord will call him home. But baseball is losing badly the younger demographic if it wants to survive long term, if it wants to grow. It's got to do things to appeal more to a younger demographic. What is a very important thing to do there? Shrink the game speed. They have to make games move faster. So that's number one. Just to to grow the game of baseball, you have got to be faster. Because four and a half hour college baseball games should not happen. Because it's not like action is going on. It's not like they're shrinking game action. And and, no, it's Texas A&M, where... Batter takes 30 seconds to get from the on-deck circle to the batter's box, and then he steps in with one foot. We talked about this the other day. Keeps his foot out, adjusts his gloves, adjusts his hat, draws something in the dirt, holds his hand up to get time, shimmies in, and they do that every pitch. That was Texas A&M last year. That was a joke. Um, That's doing a disservice to fans. For example, somebody like me, my my little guy is, is just getting to the point where I want to start taking him to, to some sporting events. Cause I think that he would last a little bit. We're going to go to their minor league team up the road. We're going to go see them a lot this summer. They've got a big berm in the outfield and, and stuff. And so if he gets restless, he can go run around. But when, when you've got parents with young kids that want to take their kids to baseball games, even if the six year old little Timmy or Sally loves baseball, they can't do anything for four and a half hours, they, they can't do it. It, it. It's impossible. It is impossible for parents of young children to sit through a four and a half hour baseball game. Can't do it. It's impossible. So, shrinking the game allows those people to see it all and be there and and, and actually enjoy themselves. And even if you're a diehard sports fan, four and a half hour baseball games are terrible. They're they're boring. They're awful. And so these new clock rules, yes, it's going to be an adjustment. Yeah, it's going to feel a little too rushed at at times. It will. But this is the sport's attempt to fit into better television windows, be a more appealing television product, and do a better service to fans. And this weekend is a one-weekend sample size, but it felt perfect. I didn't ruin my day watching a baseball game. I had other stuff to do. I went to church this morning, watched baseball, went on a run, played outside, gave him a bath. Like we, we did everything. A baseball game used to ruin a day. Last season, it would ruin a day. Not anymore. It's in and out in two and a half hours, man. It's perfect. That's why Schlossnagel didn't mention fans. And so much is happening now, especially in college sports, but in all sports where fans are are last the NBA with their load management crap and Adam Silver encourage like saying it was fine yesterday. That's a disservice to fans. You're going to start losing fans when they save up money to go to their one game a year to go see Steph Curry play. And then Steph Curry's in street clothes on the bench because he's getting a rest day. You're going to lose fans. College sports. Now you got to, pay for parking, and season tickets go up, and concession prices go up, and NIL is a thing that you have to donate to now. Everybody's kind of forgetting about the fans. There's a reason Schlossnagel didn't mention fans in his tweet. They're the ones that pay his salary, by the way, but didn't mention fans. Why? Because this is doing a favor to them. So, anyway. Didn't look much better than last year for state. Granted, it's the first weekend, but no, they didn't look good. Wouldn't you want a good first impression after going nine and 20? Exactly. That's the thing. It's they they needed, or at least I thought it would be important for them to show up and look good. And they did not. Who else in the bullpen do I believe Ole Miss could turn to on the weekends if Sonia and Rivas don't produce in the incoming weeks? I thought their stuff was great this weekend. Yeah, the stuff is good. Command a little off, but that, that, that's that's okay. That's, that's fixable stuff. Uh, Doherty, I guess, would be the next option, but I really like him out of the pen. Just one time you want the Yellow Cup to win a race? They're still doing that? That's cool. That's cool. Stark difference between how the skipper runs their program with how they reacted to the new rules. Ole Miss and Tennessee, Ole Miss and Mike Bianco and Ole Miss acted calm and asked for reassurance as well as debate their side. UT, on the other hand, looked like children. Go figure. Go figure. Oh, you applied for a job. Wow, that's a big move. It's a big move. Well, well, good luck. I, I respect the boldness for sure. I, I hope that works out, even though I, I assume that uh, your your current spot would be sad to see you go. Alderman, two exit velos of 116. Mike, is he going to hit 120 this year? (laughs) I think he might. Thought Sanye pitched good in his first start, but he didn't last that long. I'm sure that will be cleaned up. It also kind of felt like Mike had a quick hook this weekend too. Just no reason when you're dominating somebody like that to stretch some arms. So that may have been some of it as well. Gonzalez got off to a slow start. He's still doing that bailout sometimes. He's kind of bailing out of the, the box sometimes, but then, yeah. Um, showed you why he 's getting some first round draft uh, draft buzz you really like the young guys utermark furnace some whew, I need to slow down but yeah uh Gatlin furnace utermark right having two audios at the same time uh, i i have not nailed my pronunciations yet but yeah they look good they look good Maryland is going to stress the young pitchers they can hit absolutely they can Didn't see Mason Nichols this weekend. Do I think Keith Carter will hire Will Wade? I I don't think so. I do not think so. I would if I were him, but uh, no, I I don't think so. I don't know, though. I know um, there's a a video of Richard going around, and I know that it's going around because I'm the one that cut it and tweeted it because he he is unable to do that on his own. (laughs) Um. So yeah, I put that out there, but I, I don't know what he knows. If um, that that dude protects his sources so well that he doesn't even tell his coworkers where it's coming from, uh, which is a good thing, by the way. I'm, I'm not knocking him for that. I just I I don't know what he knows, but I don't think that 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 Keith would. No, I don't. Tiox says if we're going to talk basketball, let's talk about the women's team great performance this afternoon. Absolutely. After Auburn went after Lane Kiffin, we should just go ahead, uh, we being Ole Miss, of course, just go ahead and go after Bruce Pearl. Yeah, he's not going anywhere, sadly. Um, how quickly did the fourteen thirteen VMI state game go? Let's see. Let's see if I can find a, a game time on that. Where is that located? Is that composite stats? Is that where that would be? No. Time, three hours and 48 minutes. So there was 27 27 runs, uh, what was it? 27 runs, 12 walks, and 11 stolen bases, and VMI threw six pitchers and State threw five. And that was still a three-hour and 48-minute baseball game. You hope Will Wade goes elsewhere because he'd do well at Ole Miss. I hear you. How do I like the new device on pitchers and catchers' wrists? Yeah, that, that's a welcome change. Again, it seems faster. And you don't have to worry about the catcher having to screw around and hide signals from second base. And, look, I know there are baseball purists that think that that is such a wonderful part of the game. I don't really care if, if you can avoid – getting your signals stolen, then then I'm cool with that. I mean, that's why people on football sidelines hold up big sheets to protect their signals, so that's just a protection of that. Um, it feels fast. I- I'm surprised the technology works as well as it does because they just kind of look down and, and and know the pitch. It's more efficient, and efficiency is um, is good in baseball. For our baseball games, are brutal to watch. People already get antsy into the sixth and seventh. A- absolutely they do. They do, and A&M routinely played four-hour games plus last year. You're going to miss the yay shimmy. Yeah, I can't do stuff like that anymore. Will just said state. Eh, yeah, not an inspiring performance at all. Not an inspiring performance at all. But we shall see. Arizona State's interesting for them next weekend. Very interesting because that's – Apparently an improving team, but weren't particularly good a year ago. Was softball immediately a lot quicker than baseball? Yes. Mm -hmm. It's a smaller field, too. That helps. I mean, everything moves faster because, you know, a single travels 150 feet instead of 250 feet. You know, everything's more compact. But, yes, it's always been. Anyway. Somebody needs to remind that. Jerk in College Station that the rules aren't changed by Congress. They are changed by a committee of coaches. (laughs) Mike, he just feels personally attacked. That's it. He just feels personally attacked because uh, for some reason he thought that uh, what's best for his team and his program is um, playing impossibly slow. The shot clock saved college basketball. It saved basketball. So did the three-point line, but that's a different thing. The new paying for parking that Ole Miss has started this weekend is ridiculous, not to mention the new food trucks at Swayze selling burgers for $15. A bottle of water is $4. Jeez. Jeez. Um, yeah, I mean, here's the thing about that, though. As frustrating as it is, it, it feels like they're bleeding you for more money, but you know, th- they've given their football coach another $2.5 million raise they've put more money into support staff they're gonna have to pay a buyout which by the way i, I as i understand it is not over four million dollars it is a a percent of what is owed so it'll be like over two uh, i don't think it's as big as um the full amount so for whatever that's worth but they're gonna have to pay a basketball buyout soon they're gonna have to pay it pay a new coach it's Things are getting more and more expensive, and because of that, they're going to have to find money somewhere. You graduate in May. Oh, well, congratulations. Congratulations. Hope they uh, they keep you around. But that's uh, that's awesome. Dylan Delucia versus Connor Nolan. Game pace will be unmatched. It would have been, yeah, two hours and seven minutes of incredible baseball. Could you imagine uh, what, what some of these pitching duels are, are going to be like? You're going to have two-hour baseball games on Friday nights in the sec. Do old, does Ole Miss usually work quicker while pitching even before the new rules? They've generally been a little bit faster. Yeah. It feels like it. A took a lot of transfers for 2022 and lost a series to Penn in the non-conference. It could just take state a few weeks to get going with the new faces. That's my hope anyway. Yeah. And, and that's, that's entirely possible that that it happens like that you know i mean it, you've seen it before uh, you have and we've only got 3 games to go by right that's all we know is, is all we know is what we've seen what we've seen is not encouraging but that's that's all we know i have no idea when state will unveil the polk statue honestly i have no idea um and we'll talk about that more on uh, on Wednesday night. Honestly, I haven't had a, a chance to really look into Arizona State and um, Maryland just yet. I know Maryland lost uh, the first game of their series this weekend, but came back and, and won it actually. But yeah, we'll we'll do uh, we'll do those on Wednesday. Thinking outside the box, what is something else I would like to see in the game of baseball happen in the future? Great question. Uh, what would I like to see happen in the game of baseball in the future? Hmm. In the so, in Major League Baseball, um, they need to do something about pitching, and I don't know what you do, but it's almost become too hard to hit, which is why you're seeing the home run or bust plate approaches and. I don't know. But in college, what I want to see, Ramsey, is more people invest the way like Oklahoma State has. I mean, we know LSU cares. We know Ole Miss and State and Arkansas have these great venues and these great environments. But slowly, you're starting to see more people realize, like, hey, this isn't bad. Um, Like with Tennessee. I mean, Tennessee fans have realized, wait, baseball's fun. Why haven't we done this more? And some people – some, some media that either cover Tennessee or are from there seem to think that um, they like invented the sport or whatever. But that's what I want to see. I want to see more environments like the ones that we have here. Um, because it's like college football, right? You guys have heard me say it before. I love the product, the football product of the NFL. I think the football games, the actual games, are much better. They're much better played. There's very few mi- true like mismatches like what you see in college where Georgia will be playing UAB or, or whatever one weekend. Like The best teams in the NFL are challenged every single week. And the games, I think, are played better. They're more efficient. It's more of a chess match as opposed to this team just has better players than that team. But I love going to college football games more. The environment enhances the product. College baseball could be enhanced without making any more changes by just having people invest emotionally and also financially into the sport. I, too, expect Ole Miss to shift more uh, this weekend against Maryland. Do I think the NCAA second bases will eventually get bigger? Um, They're going to watch Major League Baseball closely, I assume. I think so. What would I think if college basketball decreased their shot clocks to 20 seconds? Uh, I would like college basketball to um, adopt a handful of of NBA rules. Um, Fouls. One, they need to go to quarters instead of halves, so the fouls reset after quarters. That needs to go away. Um double bonus I think needs to go away. Um defensive 3 seconds I think needs to be added and also advancing the ball and I know we love like our three quarter court buzzer beaters but th- those don't those are so rare. Uh I think advancing the ball after a timeout would create more compelling endings in college basketball as well. So little things like that um would help spread the floor a little bit more. Uh, you wouldn't have to just depend on outside shooting that you you could still have teams with slashers or whatever because of defensive three seconds that could clear the lane a little bit more. Um, Things like that. Michael says Bianco greater than Polk. There, I said it. Um, Championships matter. Uh, At least I think they do. There's a reason Dan Marino is not considered one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, never won a championship. He would be if he did. Those do matter. When Bianco retires, I think you'll be second all time in the SEC behind Burtman. Nice. How about DK showing the basketball skills? Yeah, how about uh that clearly edited video of him jumping getting um getting everybody? Uh because that was edited. Sorry, I'm getting, well, actually, by somebody that doesn't know what they're talking about, about the the batter side. Boy, the discourse around that's been a bit ridiculous, huh? But, anyway. Anyway. See you Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah, uh, I know... Look, let's see. I think State's playing Wednesday, aren't they? But that's at 3 o'clock. Good. When is Ole Miss playing? Not on Wednesday. Perfect. Yeah, so Wednesday will be the next one, obviously. We'll talk about uh, Maryland. We'll talk about Arizona State. How's that Aggie? In my the, the Aggie in my DMs has not sent me one in quite some time. Let me see the last one. Let me find him. I think he was sending me stuff about Dak Prescott recently, which um, which is interesting because A M's best quarterback they've ever produced is Ryan Tannehill. How, how's he holding up? Is is he good? I don't think so. Yeah, that was the last one. That was the last one. Was uh when Dak got eliminated from the playoffs. Hadn't heard from him since. What uh what a shame. What a shame. I just tell him to go back to knocking his ring on his desk. I do that all the time, honestly. I've beaten mine like crazy because I just I, I just do that, especially on my uh my dashboard. Just constantly doing that. But yeah. Oh man. Blue looks great though. They had really good crowds this weekend. Um lost to one game to Seattle, right? Came back, won the series. So good for them. I, uh, I suppose good for them, I suppose, but anyway. All right, guys, thank you so much. I appreciate you, uh, for, for tuning in Florida. Look good. Um, what do I, what kind of mood should I expect from Haydad tomorrow afternoon? Not a good one. Not a particularly good one, although the basketball team's still alive. Uh, so they, they still have a chance to make the tournament, so he might feel good about that. But um, yeah, they did sweep. So they must have. Did they? Did they come back then? I know they were losing. Let's see, I guess I missed that. I I thought they lost, but shows what I know. Shows uh, shows what I know. Oh, they did win. They were down at one point, weren't they? The scores don't indicate that, but I swear they were. I'm making I'm making stuff up at this point. They were. They were down three to nothing on Saturday. Okay, I'm not making it up. I'm not making it up at all. But anyway, thank you guys. I appreciate you. Please subscribe to the channel. Very close to a very important number for me. And uh, like the video. And I will see you guys on Wednesday night. See you all then.